calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. like I just laugh in every intro to the intro uh, because it's like what the fuck just happened last week hello hi happy new year welcome to 2021 what we made it um it is January 12th uh so you know you know what happened last week I actually remember getting the news alert because I am addicted to news alerts on my phone. It's the only notification I get on my phone except for text. Like, I don't get any notifications from any social medias because I feel like I'd go crazy. Uh, Fun fact, news notifications also make you go crazy. And I got that notification of the breach and I just laughed out loud. I was like, oh my God. Anywho, I'm not really going to talk about that today. We'll probably talk about it later. Only because I just feel like everything that I would have said has been said. I don't have anything to contribute that needs to take airspace. It would just be me venting about these fucking idiots. But please continue to send me videos of them all getting arrested and crying and, and thrown to the ground. I, I'm, I live for that. We love to see that still defund the police though um and completely abolish it anywho what to expect from awkward sex and city 2021 um the same exact stuff actually it's going to be solo episodes it's going to be episodes with guests that you know it's going to be episodes with guests that i know it's going to be episodes with guests that i don't and you don't know which is what we have for the first episode of 2021 i got to sit down with ray smiling and coin ayuba to talk about their latest project khaki is not leather which is a nigerian saying that indicates things are not always what they seem and that's exactly what you get with this short form web series and i fucking loved it i fucking ate it up it's so good and it deals with sex and sexuality and vulnerability and the need for intimacy during covid and like what that looks like in this world right now. It's a very, it's very real and it's very telling. And each episode, I don't think there was an episode longer than like six minutes and 20 seconds. They're very quick and so much is just said in between each episode. And it has like an A24 slash Black Mirror 
but very, very, very hopeful like message of like what we all need and want and what we're all looking for and how how kinks are, you know, in a way very universal and and the need for love and the need for again intimacy and touch is very natural and very necessary and just where where the connections can be made. I'm so excited to see what they have next in store. Maybe it's a season two of Khaki is Not Leather. But just when you're looking them up, Ray Smiling is a director, creative, and co-writer of Khaki is Not Leather, and he's NY-based. And Coin is LA-based designer and co-writer. And I, uh, I Instagram stalked her because, oh my God, I just, I love everything inside her apartment. It's so cool. Um, and you should too. Enjoy. I'm not really going to talk about much of what we talk about. Obviously, we talk about khakis, not leather, but it's just a fun conversation of two people that I don't know, you know, opening up to me about some very intimate things and letting me talk about very intimate things, too, because that's what always happens when it's someone that I don't know. I get much more open. Uh, So you guys are going to hear things, too. So I hope you enjoy. So my first question for you guys, though, is so how did you guys meet? How do you guys know each other? How did the partnership start? Take it away, coin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we met through, so like before, I think right before I moved to New York, actually, like a friend, a mutual friend of ours um, introduced me to him because he was working at an agency in New York and she knew that I was like trying to move from Atlanta to New York. Um and I think they had worked together at an agency in LA. So she introduced us a little bit before I moved to New York and then we just kind of became Instagram friends. And then I actually started working a couple of months after moving to New York at the agency he was at and then we became real life friends. Oh, wow. I love that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this has like a whole, even like your background has kind of like a black mirror like vibe to it. <laughs> because that's like, that's the vibe I got it was very, it was very like, um, just for the audience, I'm talking about khaki is not, um, is not leather. It has an A24 slash Black Mirror vibe to it, but very hopeful. Yeah. We're, we're positive people. <laughs> At first I thought you were like, no. No. <laughs> are, you in, are you in New York too? For some reason, I thought you were in LA. Me? I'm, I'm in LA. Oh, okay. It's 10 a.m. for me. Yeah. I am so sorry. I would have done this later. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, Ray knows this. I, I am up at like 6 a.m. because I'm uh, a psychic. It's disgusting. Yeah, no. <laughs> like on a, it's an awful personality like trait. On a Saturday, and then I started like uh, I started working out with the trainer, and she'll come to my place at like six a.m. on Saturday, and you know I'll text my friends after at like seven thirty-seven, and they're like, "Ew!" And I'm like, "Oh, that's great. You get your whole day, especially in California. Like I feel like when you move here, everybody pressures you to become that outside person. You know, mm-hmm. so." It, it's already, it was embedded in me because my mom is very hateful and never let us sleep past like 8 a.m., you know? So now it's like, there's joy attached to it a little bit. You guys just like take over the uh, narrative. You're like, I want to be up at this time, not because my parents <laughs> want it. Yeah. <laughs> all, of, all of this is disgusting and these views do not <laughs> represent my views. I personally think working out at 7 a.m. is horrible. And I have done it. But he's but he's the person that'll be up until 7 a.m. So mm. I don't understand what he's talking about. Because that's the way that you that that's the way that God intended things to be. <laughs> Not waking up at 7 a.m. like some kind of weird animal. That's disgusting. I don't I don't want anything to do with that. So this came out like six months ago. 
or county is not not leather the end of august yeah so i don't know math yeah sure six months (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's about right yeah cool And it's just really, I mean, again, it's really cool how you guys use like sexuality and the vulnerability of like kinks and whatnot to kind of bring in this like open conversation about what's going on around you, um, which I have not seen like in any type of like content that's come out uh, from COVID for COVID. I think NBC bought something that was like two roommates learn how to communicate in COVID. I was like, fuck you. This was like so, so good. Like I want to see, I was really sad um, that I didn't get to see like the next chapter for every episode. Like I, and then it was an anthology too, but like I wanted to see them go on a date and watch. Like, <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin. Like I, lo- that was my favorite episode too. I know that's the first, but I was just like, it was such a perfect like Tilda reference too. And I was like, this is great. I love all of it. We all would fuck Tilda Swinton if we had the chance, <laughs> but there was something about like these very small connections made so quickly. Uh, that's so true about like how like dating has changed. Like it is like all my friends do like the zoom dating first and it's like five zoom dates before they'll go meet each other in person. And that I, I can't even imagine like what that's like to do something that's already so awkward to begin with and that we are stuck like on our screens, like behind something to, to find like intimacy. And I can't wait for like my audience to watch it. It's really great. I'm just gonna say real quick for everyone. It's about six chapters. And I don't think uh, the longest one was maybe a little bit over six minutes. Yeah. yeah. Very, very quick, very digestible, yet very intimate and open. Uh, Like you do kind of feel like you're watching something you're not supposed to be watching. Yes. Just the tone is so open and voyeuristic in that way. And again, loved it, guys. I love the idea. Did it come from like anything? Like, did you pull anything from real life? I, I think the genesis of it came from, um, you know, in the early days of, of quarantine. I feel like everybody started just having long phone conversations or long FaceTime conversations. Like, I hate being on the phone personally, mm-hmm. but you know, when you're just stuck in your house, you're like, hey, let me call up my old college roommate and talk for an hour and a half about whatever. So. Uh, Coin and I were having a, a FaceTime or phone conversation. I don't remember which one. And we it was the week that Pornhub was like, we're giving away free like Pornhub. Yes. Um, and so like, obviously there were like a lot of memes and jokes to be had about that. So we were getting our jokes off. And I, I think sort of the genesis probably was like, if you know, every, if Pornhub has existed for however long Pornhub, Pornhub has existed and it's been free this whole time, like what were they hiding behind? <laughs> You know, like, what was the stuff you had to pay for, you Uh know? And, like, it was just the idea that, like, in that free month, people were just going to go crazy. You know what I mean? Like, whatever your normal thing was, you're just sitting in your house. You can't talk to people. You can't, you know, go on dates or whatever. People are just going to probably be masturbating nonstop and that you're probably (laughs) going to exhaust whatever your go-to thing was. You're going to go past that. And now you've got to go into weirder stuff. You've got to start exploring. And, um, And I think that was the sort of genesis for the whole thing and we just were like trying to like play out those weird combination of like what's the most obscure kink that we could think of matched with like a human story that would not uh that would predicate that kink or like mesh well with that kink and it just became this this thing of like trying to figure out those stories and it all came very very fast i would say i think it maybe took us like two weeks if i remember mm-hmm. correctly. oh wow that is very quick the scripts yeah that is so cool. That's a really good point too. I do think I've had to explore more when it comes to the porn I watch. I mm-hmm. was lazy and did not sign up for the free porn hub though. But Neither now they 
now they get you. Like if you're like scrolling and the and you don't notice the star and you're like, oh, that sounds like it's got a good storyline. And then like, oh, this is the one. It's the one you got to pay for. And you're like, God damn it. Wait, gotcha what again. does it look like when you click on it? It's just like a, a little lock symbol. Yeah. And it's just like, it'll be like premium, like premium content. Got to have an account and pay for it. And I just, I know I should pay for porn and I still don't. It's, no. it's a vice that I haven't been able to pay for yet. The only difference is, the only difference is they're shooting it all on iPhone 12s. That's the only difference. It's, it's the same thing. But. It's all shot in portrait mode. Yeah. All shot in portrait mode. <laughs> I, I will say to Ray's point, I mean, and even to your question, I think it's been more interesting to see, or not more interesting, the whole process was fine, but like specifically interesting to see like in these stories that like maybe there was like a smidge of truth you know, as far as like what we're interested in, whatever, to see like how much people in their kink actually relate to each story. I'm not going to identify this person, but I showed Ray a text where somebody literally hit me up and was like, I've had sex with a ghost. How did you know? And I was like, hmm, I didn't. We never talked about that. You never shared that information with me, but I really need you to go deeper into this story, like immediately. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, did you guys see there is like that there was like a news story last week that was like chick that's had sex with like 20 ghosts is now engaged to a spirit. I just read I, the headline. I didn't I didn't see it, but Mazel Tov to her, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish them if well. If you stumble across the article again, send it our way. I will. I'm going to look this up when when we get off. Um how is dating going on for you guys during COVID? How is that working for you guys? Um, it's, it's going pretty well, I guess. Um, I, I think the thing is, is that, you know, you become very, very, very selective. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever your number, number of people that you're comfortable in life seeing, you know what I mean? Like if you're the amount of people you're seeing in life is four or five, you're like, all right, cool. Well, I maybe can allot one slot to somebody I'm fucking or two <laughs> slots. But like, if I, if I put another person in then I'm fucking then I got to take <laughs> off my good friend, Joe. He can't come over to the crib no more. Cause like I only want to see four or five people at all, you know? So then it becomes a very specific thing where, you know, you, you can't just be out here willy nilly throwing around your, your dick or your <laughs> titties or whatever. Cause motherfuckers got germs on them and shit. Imagine, imagine if girls, Imagine if girls threw around their titties like men threw around their dicks. Not even a fraction of the same amount. <laughs> do we do such things? <laughs> it would hurt too much. It would, it's really painful. Sometimes, are you ever just like literally sitting down, like just minding your business and your nipples start hurting? You mm -hmm. know, does that happen to you? I'm just like, imagine if I threw them. That feeling. It happened in, um, in April or May of last year when like New York city was like in this, in the shit. And I got so afraid it was breast cancer cause it hurt so much. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. a, like, that's a symptom. And I was like, what is happening? Like what is happening mm -hmm. to my body right now? And I think I was just stressed uh, cause yeah. of all this stuff, but going down the stairs without a bra when you're PMSing, like painful, oh my God. terrible, not fun. My new favorite thing, and I'm so sorry if this TMI guys, my new favorite thing is, um, I, I like work out now because like, what else are you going to do? But because I've gained weight in, uh, in COVID, my boobs have gotten bigger. And so now there's always sweat in the under boob and I'm always getting bacterial infections down there now. And I'm like, I just, 
I don't know what to do anymore. It's just like, <laughs> I want, I want support for my boobs when mm-hmm. I'm doing hit and cardio, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't want a two week rash anymore. Mm. How about you, Ray? Uh, how are your boobs? <laughs> how are they, how are they doing? Listen, man, like, you know, before I have had the opposite journey of you, uh, before COVID, I was doing a lot of push ups and a lot of body resistance work and stuff like that. So the titties weren't like hard, hard, but in anticipation of somebody touching the titty, I could real subtly flex it and make it hard. <laughs> and so the impression was that it was hard. But now I'm not doing eight bajillion push ups every day and lifting weights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now, even when that finger's coming towards the titty and I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it hard, it's not that hard. So now I got soft titties and now I got like titty titties. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Aww, he's an A cup. Yeah, you're an A cup. I want okay, I want to first preface, I don't have man titties. I don't want to put that out in the streets, you know, because I feel like that might damage the brand a little bit. No disrespect <laughs> to my people who got man titties. I don't have that, but I'm just saying, like, they're not strong titties anymore. Like, mm. I want that responsibility that Coin was talking about. Like, you know, like that, like, <laughs> you could do something with these, with these titties. Yeah. Like, I can't really do nothing with these titties right now. And that hurts my feelings. <laughs> you know, though, I, so, cause I'm doing weight training now too, and I am shocked at how quickly, like, the muscles grow that you could get them back very quickly. Like, I couldn't do a push up mm-hmm. eight weeks ago, and now I can do one. And I was like, what? Like you can, you can fix this if you want to, Yeah, <laughs> but it's so easy to you not do it. It's like, that's what I, like, I get it. Like, it's just like, why <laughs> I do it? Why? I think for me, it depends on like the type of workout. Like my, my trainer, she has a military background and like, mm. I'm, I'm fine with like most, if not all the things, you know, that she'll like ask of me to do. And I, there's been like significant improvement, but like every now and again, she'll just have me do some like hyper, like militant shit. And I'm like, I know, I, I, you know, like there's no point in my life where I see myself ever having to do this physically or use this physically. Kind of like, you know, when you get to a certain point in math, you're just like, mm, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's, that's how I feel about it sometimes. And I remember this sounds really bad, but the other day you were having a conversation about like goals and she was like, you know, let's, let's reset your goals. And let's think about like what you want. And I was like, oh, I don't have any goals. And she was like, hmm. <laughs> And I was like, my goal is to just like not be sad. And if by the end of this, right, I turn into an Instagram baddie, totally happy with that. But that's not my goal. This is definitely like, you know, just like general, like how am I feeling? What's my mood? Kind of like energy thing. And um, I had to really explain to her why I didn't want to be better. (laughs) You know what I mean? In ways that I'm just like, in ways that like she was expecting me to be I guess, to turn into a personal trainer and to take her job. And I was like, I don't want that. You know, I just kind of, I want to build up in ways that make sense. And then I want to keep it moving. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, like, I've always struggled with the idea of exercise. I definitely for like a long time, use it as like punishment to my body for whatever I just ate or did. And so learning to like, oh, you don't have to have goals. You just want to like, it is like a mood elevator. It does like, like I have migraines. So my doctor is like, you need to work out more. Like it just, it, it changes your brain chemistry. It makes you like kind of happier. And like, if that's like, that was like enough for me to be like, Oh, I don't have to like lose weight. I don't have to necessarily gain muscle to find that like new balance makes it like, Oh, I want to show up to this rather than 
Like, I kind of hate that she's like, you should have goals. And it's like, no, like this is the, me being here is the goal. Like did it. Let's continue. Amen. I mean, and I think her, her type of goals were, she definitely wanted me to become a personal trainer. And I'm just like, no, I'm a graphic designer. You're like, <laughs> oh, no, no. I like my job. <laughs> I like my job. Oh my God. That's so wild. Uh, I wonder if that's also very, is that very LA? And I say that as, as someone who's never been to LA, um, but also shits on LA all the time. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, no, no. I feel like, yeah, there's a pressure. There's a pressure to just like, like be awake if the sun is up and then like be outside, but then be outside like doing something that's related to your body. There's a a workout culture or like a fitness culture that is oppressive and it's very different than like New York or Atlanta, which are two cities I've lived in. So it's very, I think it's hyper specific to LA. Oh, cool. I lived in Atlanta. I was a nanny. I lived in nanny for like three months in Atlanta a couple of years ago and I fucking love it. Um, how about you for COVID dating? What is your protocol? Because everyone has a different like protocol now. No one's told us what to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm rotating until it just is like, oh, okay, this isn't great anymore. And then I give myself a little break and then it's, then it's the next rotation kind of thing. I guess the pod makes sense. But I think because I'm in LA um, and I only have like a small group of friends anyway, it's not like it'd be different if I was in New York or very much or even in Atlanta where like my friend group is a lot larger. Um, I think it's easier to kind of just like go through the rotation and then like give space in between versus like trying to build a thing with a person, which I am not good at anyway. So it kind of works. Great. And is there like a massive, like what are the rules right now for LA? Cause I, I know there's like a lockdown, but again, that's so vague. Like, what does that mean for you guys? Mm, so I, I don't think the curfew is is happening right now but at one point in time there was curfew um somewhere to other cities where it's like i think we had to be in the house by like 10 30 but it really is just like you can't sit inside or outside of restaurants um you have to wear a mask i'm gonna say this on this podcast but it needs to stay on this podcast uh i don't watch the news so like i just kind of exist with my mask on my face wherever i go and i don't lick things and I stay away from people and I've been fine. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I I never know like the hyper specific like new rules until like either my mom or my best friend texts me because they're both warriors, you know, in that way. Mm-hmm. No, so. not watching the news is like a smart move too. I have like all the alerts. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Only to bring it back to sex for a little bit longer. Did you guys have a specific episode of Khaki Is Not Leather that really resonated with you guys out of the six? I, I don't I I would say that they all resonated. I mean, because like I feel like in writing them there was truth put into all of them, you know, and like specific experiences and specific whether it's experiences that I had or Coin had or 
other people where like once we knew what we were looking for i would start asking friends about like have you ever experienced something like this so like there was always something real in it so i think that they're all kind of like very specifically resonant you know um to me yeah i mean i agree with that i think it's definitely um hard to pick like you know one because we kind of interspersed like a lot of truth into all of them but i think that like you know the core of just like knowing that you're interested in like a thing like finding a person to kind of like explore that thing with you know is like is always going to be the core of i think what makes getting into your really really weird kink worth it so i think that i appreciate how each episode really touches on that in really nice ways yeah definitely yeah it was very like elegantly done too because it was very like it was very subtle with like each episode of like what uh the kink was and what the um well not necessarily what the kink was but the um the vulnerability and the intimacy of it like it, there's always like there was always like a switch for like a second mm-hmm. and you're just like nice like good job awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> do you guys um do you guys tell your employers about it like with awkward sex i don't always tell my employers <laughs> about it right away because i'm like how is this how are they gonna deal with it which is like a total i think totally fair like that someone might be like mm, i don't know um, I, I don't, let me see, did I explicitly, I didn't explicitly tell my employers about it, but I also kind of like, am of the opinion that like you, like I'm paid to be a creative person. So like, of course I'm going to make things outside of work. And like, I kind of like dare you to say something about it. Cause I don't use my employer's name when I like promote it or anything. So I'm like, this doesn't reflect badly or negative or, you know, positively on you. Um, there was though a point where we were trying to do PR for this. And so we have a PR person at my job and I asked her and I was just like, Hey, you do PR. Do you know anyone who does PR for, you know, film, video, online content, stuff like that? And she's like, actually, no, I don't. But like, what are you making? Like I could do PR for it. Like, and I'm like, no, like, I don't want to bother you. I don't want to you know, try to make you do something for free. And she's like, no, 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 it's fun. It's fun. I'll totally do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I sent her the link to it and I explained what it was. I was like, it's about sex. It's about cam boys and cam girls. Um, but it's not like really about sex. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it sounds cool. I'll get back to you on like Wednesday. And then Wednesday turned into Friday and Friday turned into Monday and Tuesday. And like weeks go by. And then she had to contact me for something related to work. And so I'm just like, okay, cool. Like you just, and she gets on the Zoom and she's like, first thing, I just want to apologize because I totally blew you off. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's it's fine. And I, I, re- I, I think she just watched it and was like, I am not comfortable with this at all. And got really just like shook by it. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, people get really weird about sex. I've had, like, family members be like, we are not cool with what you do. And it's just like, I'm just talking about it. Like, you yeah. have children. Like, you have sex, too. Like, it's not like you've never done it. But people yeah. get weird. It's like it's like poop humor. People either really love it or they're like, shut up. Yeah. Like, I don't fart, you know? It's It yeah. makes me very sad, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's, there's something for everybody out there. Um, I guess if you don't, you know, hang out on Pornhub to any degree, then maybe this is just not the thing for you, which cool. But I really don't know who doesn't hang out on Pornhub to some degree, but maybe that I'm self-selecting. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like everyone is on 
a porn site. If it's not Pornhub, it's YouPorn. If it's not YouPorn, I can't think of another free site off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, like everyone, everyone masturbates if they're not willing to admit it, at least in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, So we've been talking for almost about an hour. And usually around this time, I tell my guests like, uh, oh, it's, it's a great episode. I really like it. But if there's anything else you guys want to talk about, whether it is with uh, khaki is not leather or anything personal or COVID or like literally anything, like I am always down, but always very like whatever you guys want to talk about, never, never want to push anything onto anyone. Um, and I always feel weird being like, you have to have an awkward sex story. So if you want to talk about it, love it. If you're like, you know what? I might pass. Uh, we talked about you, you porn and Pornhub, then that's totally cool too. An awkward sex story. Could you start? Hmm. An awkward sex story. Um, oh, okay. I've talked about this on the pod recently, but um, so I have like, I actually have like OCD, not the whole like, I like things um, in a nice way, but like uh, I have to wash my hands until they're like raw because I feel like I'm gonna huh. die. Um, it's, usually in, it's usually in check, but COVID happened and I was like, oh no, this is all awful. It's all coming back. And for eight months, I would not give my fiance head. Cause I was like, they said they found COVID in sperm. Like I can't. <laughs> and he was like, we sleep next to each other. We kiss. <laughs> if I have COVID, you're getting COVID. And I was like, but they said, and so like, I would like, I would not, I've just started recently to be like, okay with it. And like, I, I do, I love giving head. I think it's really fun. Uh, but then I was like, I, it's, I can't, I can't like bleach your dick before, you know, like that's going to hurt. Uh, <laughs> so that's where we're at. I'm like starting to give him head again. He's like, cool. I like it. Uh, I'm just trying to think anything COVID related. And like April and May, I had no sex drive at all. I was like, mm-hmm. I, everything sucks. And that's true. It is different for you because you're, even though that COVID story is amazing, you are, <laughs> you are basically married. Cause how long have you and your fiance been living together? Almost six years. You're married. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. Cause there is like, cause again, I'm crazy. Um, we, we had to push our, our, um, wedding date back, uh, but we were really lucky. We had nothing planned. So we have to, t- we're doing it like 2022. And I was like, Oh man, but like, what if one of us dies and I didn't get to get married to you. And he's like, we're, we're basically married. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. But like, we're not married. Uh, I'm real yeah, yeah. fun to be a uh, partner with is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always say to have like a partner that is like so cool with everything you do, like mm-hmm. not just your job, but like any hobby that they so fully, fully support it with no questions asked. Like, cause in the past I have dated people that were like, I'm not cool with you doing this. Like, I'm not cool with like mm-hmm. your sex life out in the open like this. And so for a long time I was like, Oh, it's just not possible to do both. But I always tell people it is possible mm-hmm. for like whatever you want. Like that person will love khaki is not leather. They'll be like, this is amazing. Like they'll love everything that you do and want to fully find ways to bring you up further with it. And mm-hmm. I, that's, that's been really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not awkward sex related. That's just a minor <laughs> flex, but <laughs> that's the biggest flex. What did you just say? You're in love with the person that communicates and respects you. What? That's a flex. <laughs> one time, one time I was with my therapist and I was like, we don't fight. And that worries me. And she was like, 
you just I'm, communicate I'm well. Too. I'm crazy too. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people feel this way. And like my therapist was like, no, I think your generation's just way better about communicating about stuff. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But also to bring it back to COVID, because when you're talking about like pushing someone out of the hub, when you're like starting to like kind of date someone, mm-hmm. is it cut out the bullshit? There was no more like, um, I'll see how this red flag goes because now it's like, this could, this is, this could get me sick. So it's like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And if you're not cool with it, bye. So that's, what's been really interesting watching like a lot of friends get into relationships throughout this was just like, they're like moving in. Like they're like getting engaged. Cause it just all, all the bullshit was just taken away. Mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah, I feel like, any that's that's a lot I it seems like what do I know you know but it's it's like it seems like there's like a pressure thing you know what I mean because I'm like mm-hmm. for for you to just like move I know people who have moved in with people they started dating during COVID and I'm just like you know we can we can go a little bit slower you know we don't have to go we don't have to go that fast right but I I do agree on in the like with the idea of just like okay like if we're gonna meet up or if we're gonna actually do something like there has to be a bit more of a connection and you have to kind of take it a little bit more seriously but I've also met a handful an equal amount of men who do not give a fuck who are just like hey I literally just started messaging you can I come over and eat your ass and I'm like well what if I what if I have (laughs) what if I have a a gun or you know what if I have cockroaches I I feel like I talk to Ray about this all the time I'm like what if I have like roaches you don't care you you don't understand I think you underestimate the (laughs) power of the horny man to to focus like there is no person in life who is more focused than a man who's horny and like this close to sex so like if you if i'm like horny dude and you're like come over and i come over like barring there being like a military team with guns being like we're here to kill you i'ma just put it to the left you know like cockroaches a mattress on the floor Weapons of mass destruction. Weapons yes. of mass destruction. That giant, you know, swastika flag. Like motherfuckers would be like, "Yo, that bitch was a Nazi," but like, I fucked her and then I left. And I was like, "Yo, being a Nazi is not cool," but I did fuck her and then I left. You know, because like that's a horny dude brain, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. That's where we at as a people. Yeah, that's very fair. I because one, I will admit, I have definitely had sex with someone where there was just trash all over their floor. So, no, like, I, so, like I couldn't no, see their no, floor. No. You, I thought you said you have OCD. Oh, my, I do, I, but no. I get I I try to but counteract horny. it by being gross and horny. And no. I know I had a who was it? I mean, I'm not trying to blow up their spot, but I had someone on the live show come on, and they did have sex with a Nazi, and they didn't realize it until the next morning when the lights were up and they saw like the flags, and they were like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" Like, yeah. No, I was just fucking with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, no, it's always it, true. Everything is true. Everything is true all the time. Oh yeah, like every episode you had, even when um <laughs> with like the Confederate flag, it was like, oh, that's so real. Oh, that kink yes. is so real. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. I think the, I think the thing was is that as we were making the as we were making the series, we would come up with something and mm-hmm. be like, yo, 
what if you wanted to fuck a ghost? That would be interesting because this, that, the other. And then as we were talking, either one of us would just go to Pornhub and be like, sex with a ghost. And it would just be like, yep, nope, that's, <laughs> that's definitely a thing, you know? Like, there is that yeah. one scene in um, oh, Damon Wayne's. Um, oh, it's, it's Scary Movie? Yeah. Yes, one, two, three, four, five, six. Which one was the one where like Tori Spelling gets like fucked by a ghost? I want to say I want to say that was two. I want to say that was two. Was that the Paranormal Activity spoof one? No, that, that was the one when he went to the haunted house and it was the dude with the little arm. And little he was like, hand, I have my yeah. strong arm. Oh yeah, 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 little, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's all yeah. coming back now. It's all coming back. <laughs> oh my god, because I think I was like way too young when I saw that movie, and I was like, this is a lot. This is when I still was like scared of scary movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But my brother, he's like five years older than me. He was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And I was like, this is not, why am I watching <laughs> this, this movie fine. with my brother right this now? Like, fine. this uh-huh. is not okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, do, I don't have an awkward sex story. But speaking of when you said OCD, uh, I think you might appreciate this. This is before COVID. Uh, and it was like right when I moved back to New York after college. And so I'm like, I don't know, let's say like 25. Uh-huh. And your boy is out in these streets, as you might say, right? <laughs> and I'm living in like a pretty shitty apartment with a roommate. It's cool. We do not have air conditioning. It is the middle of the summer. Mm. So it's like a Saturday and I'm sitting in my living room without a shirt on, just eating a Big Mac, right? <laughs> As one does. It's, it's like hot. been there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Don't you all know what I'm talking about. It was hot. <laughs> You, you take off the shirt because there's no air conditioning. I'm eating the Big Mac because Big Macs are delicious. Cool. I finish eating the Big Mac. I'm minding my business doing whatever. This is maybe an hour later. I get up and I'm like, I got to pee. I go to the bathroom to pee. I pull out my dick and I see something on my dick. And I'm like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> like I have, I now have AIDS and herpes and gonorrhea and probably cancer. This thing is all of the things together. And then I go to touch it with my thumb and it comes off. Because it was a motherfucking sesame seed that had fallen off the fucking Big Mac and attached somehow attached itself to my dick. But for those like 30 seconds, we really reevaluated everything we were doing in life and that's when I found Jesus, you know, and like, I've been a committed, married <laughs> Christian man ever since, you know, and so. <laughs> oh, man. You were like, I will always have a condom on me now. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. There's no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Sesame Seed dads. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> that's what I was wondering. I was like, what is it that stuck to his penis? I was like, it can't be like part of the the bread the, the meat because that would just like fall off yeah and be real oh. weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have meat stuck to your dick i'm sure there's men out here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i probably slept with him he was the one with like all the trash everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i actually i got like a my kidney shut down once because i was having unprotected se- sex in the sense that we weren't weren't using condoms but i was on the pill and the doctor legit was like, you, you have a UTI that is out of control because, like, your boyfriend's penis is, is dirty. It's dirty! <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I like ignored the UTIs. And he was like, your kidneys are shutting down. Like, cause it goes, it goes back up. Like when you can't flesh it out. How do you broach that conversation with dude where you're like, bro, cause you just wash your dick though. Like how, like. It doesn't like, go I, well. It does not go well is what I will say. I just feel like I would never come back from that as a dick owner. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like you could call my dick small or you could be like, you don't know how to fuck or whatever. And I could be like, that bitch is corny. Fuck her. She don't know shit. I'm working these four and a half inches or whatever. But if it's just like, <laughs> bro, wash your dick. Like I can't. How do I? I think the first step <laughs> is really just looking at yeah. yourself. Right. You know? And I'm talking, and I'm, you know, and you know who I'm talking to, you know, really just thinking about yourself and what you want, you know, as a woman, you know, what you deserve as a woman. And then I think, you know, you just, you go in full force and you tell that nigga to wash his dick, <laughs> but with conviction and, and with the, and with the knowledge of knowing but wait, that you're not going to But wait, did you again. fuck him again? Oh, you know yeah. Kind of and I, I wish. I wish I had been that smart when I was younger. <gasps> I, was, I think I was 24. I was 24 or 25. Oh, okay, 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 um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like that whole relationship would be yeah, like yeah. completely changed my whole like, oh, I got to sit down and figure out what I need and what I want. <laughs> but that relationship would not end. I'm trying to think when I got that UTI. I think it would. A year later, I think, is when it would finally, nine months to a year later, I would finally, like, end it. But when I broached the subject, mm. uh, it, there was a lot of denial on the other person's side. Mm. Mm. That's, like, how I was like, oh, okay. We don't have to have that one really bad relationship, mm -hmm. but I feel like we all do have that one really bad relationship where you're like, oh, this is, like, how I would never treat a person. Uh, so yeah. I'm yeah. not going to allow that to happen to me again. Um, uh -huh. yeah, it's fine. He, uh -huh. he's blocked on all the social medias. Uh, I never fine. have to see his face again, but, uh, we all have that. And yeah, I have OCD. How right. did I let that happen? I don't, uh. I don't know. My theory is I get really gross to <laughs> prove to my, like my brain, like, oh, you can be gross and not die. Uh, until like a virus comes in that it actually could kill mm. you. And then the virus is like, or your OCD is like, I'm actually right this time. So hmm. wash your hands. <laughs> Not to bring that, that all back down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oof. No, 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 no. I, I just want to, I want to talk to all the women out there. Uh, Don't. Who are sleeping with guys with dirty dicks. You can, you, you can do so much better. You know, it's like, I remember one time I had a, um, a guy had just finished like basically swallowing whole a pack of like those like powdered mini donuts you know, like literally had just finished like swallowing the whole pack whole and was like dusting off like on his shirt, on his like, uh, on his basketball shorts. Cause you know, I'm from Atlanta and then like immediately tried to like come and start <laughs> eating my pussy, you know? And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't even think I knew what a UTI was, you know what I mean? But I was just like, mm -mm. that ain't right. You know, that's not going to happen. You know? And, and I'm sure, I'm sure there have been many a woman that have let him do that because the way he just did it. So yeah, someone has not corrected this behavior. Like, That's not okay. Like I re and I respect the commitment. I respect that he's like, all right, ate my mm -hmm. snack, I'm ready to go. But it's like there are a couple steps before. I feel like, I feel like a female friend told me a similar story, but replaced powdered donuts with hot wings, and it it just it didn't 
it didn't go well. <laughs> like like lemon pepper wings. Imagine. Oh my god! No 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 no! Yeah. That's gonna burn yeah. so bad. Yeah. yeah yeah. Oh god. It's unfortunate the ways that I feel like we as women have to like learn lessons. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I like I, I think it would turn <laughs> a guy on if I had just swallowed a pack of mini you know mini white powder yeah. donuts and then tried to come like like suck his dick you know or it's like, it, there's not a one for one there's and i wish there was you know but who amongst us hasn't maybe put a powdered donut on our dick to have it i mean like it, it's a you know you can you can google that that's gonna there's videos are gonna pop up yeah that's there that's in the world i think what it is too is that like it's just the holes are so much bigger so there's just so like to get the bacteria in like a pee hole of a penis it's much smaller than like you've got a lot of area to work with for yeah. like a lady to get uh-huh, stuff uh-huh, there and uh-huh. all of a sudden gets like squished Wait. around yeah it's okay i'm willing to try i'm willing to you try know, and, I, and i want <laughs> and i want all of us to try harder to try together <laughs> and always just pee after sex it really helps. Oh, but when did you learn that? Because I feel like my mom, first of all, my mom has never, my mom literally went from like, don't ever have sex to like, you're older than I was when I had you. And I'm just like, huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, kind of like, like, where is this switch? <laughs> right? So it's like, she literally never talked to me about sex. No woman has ever told me to go and pee after sex. And I don't even think when I was like a child going to like, I don't think when you're a child, you go to a gynecologist, but you go to somebody who talks to you about vaginas. And I don't even think they ever mentioned something like that. But now it's a thing that I know. It's just in the ethos of like womanhood. When did you learn that? I am trying to think and I'm not, I'm not sure. It might've been, I don't think it was my mom. My mom was similar. Mm-hmm. My mom was very like, cause she was a nurse and she was very like, you know, uh, very clinical so I got like all the real terms very quickly and she'd be like, this is sex. And she'd be like, you need to have sex with more than one person. You need to have sex with, uh, oh no, she was the opposite. You need to have sex with a lot of people. But then, um, when it came time for like me to be around the age of like, oh, I'm going to start having sex. She was like, just remember like with the pill and a condom, you and your brother are still here. So it like scared the shit out of me, Mm. but that was, that was a lie. Mm-hmm. She was never on either. Like she just had unprotected sex. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was Planned Parenthood. I feel like Planned Parenthood like put something out. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. He after sex because dudes are supposed to too. If you have like any genital, you are to pee after sex to help get rid of any like UTI or bacterial infection mm-hmm. um, in the downstairs area. Mm-hmm. But now I've, I'm going to think about this all day because I'm going to be like, who taught me that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Certainly with no woman in my family. On that note, (laughs) (laughs) um, this has been great. This has been amazing. I love this whole episode. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before? Um, I love this so much. I would love to have you guys back on at any point uh, with with or without um, a a new project. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Will there be a season two of uh, This Is Not Khaki? We'll we'll figure it out, I guess. I don't know. I also just called it This Is Not Khaki. (laughs) (laughs) Leather is not khaki. Khaki is not leather. (laughs) I'm so bad. I am such an old woman with titles. Say it one more time so I don't fuck it up. Khaki is not leather. 
Khaki is not leather. And um, Coin, you can explain the title because the title has a meaning behind it. Um, that's just essentially meaning that you can't take something and replace it with something of greater value. You know, like one thing, it's not, everything is not a one for one. And I think we just, I don't have to go into the origins of the name, but we kind of went through like a, a plethora of different options and just felt like that kind of like um, spoke to how we wanted everything to come to life really well. So that's why we chose that. So like, yeah. and, and you were saying in the beginning that like you always want to like kind of rephrase it. And I do think that if it was like an English kind of like proverb or something like that, structurally the, the words would probably be different, which is probably why in your head you're like, I want to say it like this, you know, instead. Yeah, I keep saying it completely different in my head every time when I'm like, I know this isn't it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the saying. This is not the title. But I talked through your answer. Will there be a season two? Because <laughs> I really want one is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think I think we're gonna have we're gonna have to figure out and see. I think it'll be a thing of like we'll start trying to write it and see if it if it works, you know that sort okay. of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, like I don't feel like there'll be like a. So the thing that Ray hasn't mentioned at all is that he's a militant, um, just threat to creativity in general. Like he he really likes to when he when he wants something he wants to get it done asap. So I feel like there probably like won't be um, as much of like a, a force behind it, but maybe I think that we're both open to like kind of seeing like maybe it's even like one or two episodes of just kind of seeing like what happens when we start thinking about it differently. Okay, cool. I like that there's the door is open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a possibility. Yeah, amazing. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Oh, thank you. This Sounds is, good. This is really you. really great. Yeah. Yay! I'm so glad. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Yeah, of course. Thank Bye. you. Thank you guys again for listening. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, share, all those things. Remember to go watch Khaki Is Not Leather immediately. The love website will be in the episode description. Uh, you're going to eat it up. It is great content. It's the only COVID content that I've seen that I was like, this is amazing. Uh, just because it's so real and it's not it's not patronizing and it's not trying to be anything that it isn't, if that makes sense. And I think that's what really shines through the writing of this show. So go watch it. Remember, khaki is not leather. Thank you, Ray Smiling. Thank you, Koina Yuba, for coming on. Um, can't wait to have you guys back. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.